This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Chevalier Mortgage. You can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or visit dnvrmortgage.com where you can get signed up for a free consultation and to discuss all of your options as well as get free DNVR merch. Check it out today. I'm sure you've heard about the great mortgage rates out there right now, but Mike and Virginia are not your typical mortgage company. Yes, they do have the phenomenal rates, but what makes them different is that Mike is a certified financial planner and looks at so much more than just rate when designing your home loan. Plus, they're a small family-owned company just like us here at DNVR, so you'll always feel like a person and not a number. Again, head on over to dnvrmortgage.com and check them out today. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing deals. I'm your host, Rudo, here with AJ back in the DNVR studio. This is the first time we've been in the studio for... It's been a minute. Since game six. I... I... We had to do at least one show in here since Oh, I guess... Then, I think. Uh, draft draft and stuff. Yeah, yeah, draft night. So, so draft night was it. But it's been at least a month or two, so... Mm. Glad to be back as... Things are finally happening. Yes, our, the rookie camp and, and all that already happened, but that's not really real hockey stuff. Training camp is closer to real hockey stuff, if not quite real hockey stuff. That starts tomorrow. We're excited to get into it. We're going to break a lot of it down for you today. We do have a little bit of avalanche news, uh, as they did sign another PTO today in Gabriel Fontaine. He exists he has played in the AHL for the last three years. Yeah, uh, I, I'm curious if this is a Rowena Naranda find or a Hartford Wolfpack one. Yeah, it could be could be a little both, a little um, A, little B. Yeah, because uh, I saw David Oliver hanging out with all of the Avs brass again. Who went to New York after he left for the yeah, Avs for a little and, while? Uh, he was hanging out with all the Avs guys at uh, rookie camp, so at the rookie tourney. Saw Hep too. Nice. He was not hanging out with the well, Avs. He's with Arizona now, yeah. so at which it made sense he was there. I, I mean, he's a he's a pro scout for them now, right? Yeah, so, but you know, hockey guys go to hockey. Things. Of course, like George McPhee went to every single Avs game. Yeah, I mean, what else is there to do in the middle of September? Let's be honest. I don't know, man. Our Airbnb had a pool. He could probably have done that. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he did after he left the rink. That's a gross visual. Or maybe maybe he didn't need to because of how cold that rink was. Dude. <laughs> I was in uh, a shirt like this and mm-hmm. shorts yep. for the second game because I was like, oh, first game wasn't so bad. It was, It was the practice rink on the back that was really bad. And by the end of that game, I was like rocking, freezing to death. I was like, oh frostbite my God. setting in. It's so cold. Why are we playing overtime? This is the stupidest thing you people have ever done. And your, then that game ended, and I was yeah, gone. Your tweet was very descriptive of how yeah. quickly you were out of there after yeah. Byram's goal. It's so cold. Let's all go. <laughs> Uh, I like followed the NHL the NHL guys into the management hangout only area where yeah. all the all the team employees were allowed to chill, and I was just like, "Everybody, get out of my way! I'm going to warm areas." There, were, you didn't huddle for warmth. Uh, I was not about to cuddle a bunch of grown men to stay warm. No. All right, all right, just throwing it out there. I look, I I will find my own solutions. How good did it feel when you walked outside, though? Uh, it was nice. 
Yeah. What? How hot was it there when you were there? Did it... Uh, it was like 106 most of the days. Like so right for, in that for range. Arizona, that's reasonable. <laughs> it did rain one of the days. So that was cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So training camp coming up tomorrow. It is going to be the next show that we have. Yes, will be will post be... day one. After day one, in which we will be drawing all sorts of strong conclusions and burning the world down or lifting it up upon our shoulders because they've already won the Stanley Cup. A little bit of both, probably. I'm looking forward to that. Can't wait for us to pick our favorite Jack fifth, Johnson. fifth, sixth, or seventh liners. We're going for it. Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson. It's going to be awesome. Jack Johnson. Nope. Okay. Although, I want to see a drill. Why is why is chat all excited about the arty party? Guys, no. I, Jack Johnson. I I mean I'm more about arty than Jack Johnson, but in mm. in training camp in they do have a very specific <laughs> they do have a very specific opportunity if they bring Torn Pfizer to camp. Because they could run a three on three drill with Johnson and Johnson and Pfizer. <sighs> He's hurt though. We don't know how bad. He could be back. It's true. But I'm good with it. <laughs> that would be the only thing we need to talk about from day one of camp if that happens. PS get vaccinated. Do it. Uh but there are let's be real. Not a large number of battles on the defensive side of this training camp. Yeah, it's really uh health. Yep. Stay Almost healthy, entirely health yeah, on, don't on hurt the each defensive other. side. Even even when you're talking about the new guys coming in, Ryan Murray and potentially Jack Johnson, yeah. it's about health. Sorry. That was just an instinctive reaction. <laughs> Jack Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean to make a noise like I just had good times for lunch. Mm-hmm. That definitely didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, so you're not going to be picking out battles for roster spots necessarily, but I do think it will be interesting what they try to make the pairings look like. Yeah. Will will we see where's, an aggressive look of a Byram and McCarr or something like that? Where's Byram? Where's Murray? Yep. So. Yep. What are they? Because what they do tomorrow will be the first inkling of what they are envisioning as yeah, their roster. Exactly. Now, they've aggressively used training camp to try things and move things around. And we'll just see what's up. Um, a lot of things won't stick. But this is day one of camp Will is almost always a. Uh, a good look at, at what they are thinking they yeah. want to see first. Definitely. It, they're all the, the, the picture baiting, in their mind. Yeah. All the roster baiting that we've all done. All those lines are written out on Jared Bednar's whiteboard somewhere. And we're going to actually order. see them yep. IRL tomorrow. Yep. So. And then that's Bednar's rosturbation. Yeah. It's, it's out for everyone to see that. Yep. It's outed. So, I do think that no will holds be interesting. barred, no, no no lube, no protection. We get to see it all exposed yep. and raw. Yep, just out there. Mm-hmm. You know, he should probably be sure he manscaped his roster, but not not getting into that. Just that's yet. what training camp is for. True, you got to trim the you hedges of the roster. Trimming. You do do a lot of trimming <laughs> at training camp. He's right. <laughs> um, good lord. I'm sure this won't happen on day one, but I am curious as camp goes on the the defensive selections for special teams as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I were talking about this off air a little bit, AJ, yep. on on what that second power play especially looks like with with the defensemen. Definitely. They even want to continue to run two on that thing. So yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see if Gerard or, or Taves has the inside line, or if maybe they just want to stick <clears throat> with three forwards. I think that'll probably be like. Saturday's pod, yeah. maybe Monday's pod. Pretty pretty deep into camp, I yeah, would assume. Yeah, the special teams installation stuff is usually um, not something that happens for a minute, several days. Yep. Typically, day one is conditioning um, them getting certain baselines that they use for players to say, okay, you need to be able to do these things all year long. You came in on day one of camp being able to make this kind of time uh, doing a certain thing and blah, 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 blah. So they get a lot of their conditioning and uh, baseline stuff done tomorrow. Yep. Today is actual physical day at the off ice. Yeah. Yeah. At the arena. 
Um, Bedner's presser starts in about 14 minutes. Yep. Um, so, oh, that was a memory. Um, <laughs> starts in about 14 minutes, so I'm sure there will be lots to to discern from that. No doubt. And uh, we'll use the end of the show to catch up on that stuff as, as I'm sure as stuff comes in. Yep. It. Yep. So, um, but that's. <clears throat> that's to you know tomorrow and media day we couldn't do today because of Alanis Morissette. It figures. Uh, I think I used that last time too, but that's okay. It's it's gonna be a little bit weird getting back into a proper training camp again because not only for us but for the players too. You remember they had a super abbreviated mm. camp last year. Camp stamp. <laughs> Pretty much, it was the size of a stamp. Yeah. It was the camp, and they were going and off into the season, basically. So, yep. gonna see a little bit more opportunity for players to get up to speed. Uh, going into the season, they get a full regular or preseason as well, which you know we've had the conversation of is that too long before? <laughs> this year but, is actually going to be good for them. Yeah, fairly reasonable. It'll be good for to, everybody to honestly. get people's feet back under them in, yep. a, in a proper NHL season. So. Yep. That'll be important. Excited for that. Excited to see how things shake out early on. Uh, don't be surprised, as AJ mentioned, if the pictures of, of players laying on the ice gassed come in tomorrow because yeah, day one they're going to skate hard, especially the guys who haven't been in Colorado too long. Yeah, I think most of the guys have uh, have been in back in Denver for a week or two participating in the camps and stuff. Uh, but day one they always they always push them yep. hard. With the conditioning stuff. Um, so I'm not looking forward to watching that. That's not the most interesting thing that we will do all week. But Certainly not. It's okay. It'll be it'll be enough. Like, it'll be cool to see the actual team back on the ice. Yeah. I, I, I'm looking forward to proper NHL players again. Yeah. The speed is going to be... Uh, it's going to take some getting used to after a week, week and a half of... Lower paced hockey for sure. Yeah, just the kids. Um, digging into that defensive side a little bit, we understand the starting roster, but how much room is there for movement in in the depth and call up options here? Realistically, it, there's a possibility that Jack Johnson ends up as a sixth or seventh. There's a possibility he's not on the team at all. Yeah, so their their options, their three main defensive options, I think, coming into this camp. As your seven, eight, and nine guys, um, Curtis McDermott could be a forward. Yep. Jacob McDonald may or may not have gotten vaccinated and may or may not be available for certain things. Uh, Jack Johnson's on a PTO, so he may or may not even be on the team this year on, in the organization beyond the regu- the preseason. So, question marks there. There yeah. are three guys there that I think you have things to wonder about. Yep. Where you just Maybe some spots end up up for grabs. Yeah, some clarification, you know, and the McDonald thing just comes from some things that he put on Instagram. Sure. Where it sounded like he was not particularly interested in getting the vaccination. And yeah, um, look, not to not to turn this into that discussion, but we're seeing it league wide. Today, multiple players have been announced as may not be available for indefinite amounts of time in some cases yeah and you know these guys are gonna miss you know some of these guys if they make the team are gonna miss 30 games they're gonna can't travel to canada yeah like there are there are stipulations it's not us trying to push our politics or anything because i already did that (laughs) um it's more of a question of you know if he's not available for certain games or certain situations you know that might hurt his chances to make the team right yeah. away and or be a part of certain road trips or you know if they if somebody goes down and they're going on a western canada swing he can't go he, yeah. yeah he he's not an option for them and that might increase the chances that a jack johnson gets a contract and gets playing time get, moves ahead of somebody definitely um so that's you know just in talking about the realistic what where we're headed um where we could be headed and upside downside of things the downside is that all three of those guys that we've talked about have serious problems on the ice. Yep. Jacob McDonald uh, doesn't play any defense. Full send, as a defenseman. baby. 
Uh, Jack Johnson hasn't been any good for a long time. And Curtis McDermott, the same thing. Hasn't hasn't gotten as many games, but the ones that he's gotten into... Arguably the worst defenseman in the NHL. <laughs> he has produced on-ice results that are nothing short of horrific. Yeah. So... How real is the conversation then for a Dennis Gilbert or even a Justin Barron to put themselves near the top of the call-up list? Well, if I'm using the rookie tournament as any kind of a yeah, gauge for didn't anything, help Barron for sure. But Justin Barron's just not ready defensively. Yeah, and that's where the Avs the Avs don't need another another <laughs> puck moving guy that struggles on defense. Yeah, you know they it, it, where he would be helpful is. In moving puck, breaking pucks out of their zone. Sure. But another guy that struggles to defend or has question marks in his own zone, uh, I, it's just not necessary at this point. You know, it's, I would say that with Justin Barron, whatever kind of uh, hype or expectation that people might have had, the rookie tournament should have at least put Tempered a stop a to bit, some of yeah. it. And then we'll go from we'll go from there uh, from training camp and see what he actually does against the NHL guys. It's fully possible he goes in with a different mentality, is much more aggressive defensively, yeah. and he gets after it in a different way than we saw in the rookie tournament. Wouldn't be the first time. It wouldn't be the last time that that'll happen. Um, well, I, I think, and and if he does that, then he changes and, that and conversation again. But as of this moment, I don't have him on my list in my top. 11 or so i wouldn't either right now i i it's definitely someone i would want to revisit halfway through the season and see how his ahl stuff has gone but i think it definitely is worth noting for defensemen especially as they start to install systems that can help a defenseman a lot for sure with, especially on the defensive side playing inside of a structure yeah. and, and knowing what the other four guys are going to be doing on the ice whereas the rookie tournament and the AHL in general is a little more yellowy at definitely, times. Yeah. Uh, so that's, it's a fair point. It, it could definitely, I mean, we saw it with Kevin Shattenkirk. Yep. He was not particular, particularly good at any of his training camps. Uh, his brief AHL stint was not very good. And, and then, then he got to the NHL and, was fire. Yeah. and never went back. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you just, you never know with some of these guys, uh, but it's in, in terms of this guy's earning it or this guy's outplaying this guy. He's not there yet. And I think that it's Dennis Gilbert is a guy that I'm way more curious about, especially this, the element that he brings it's size his, defensive ability more so than offensive. Well, in, sure. in a lot of nastiness, yep. a lot of nastiness, a lot of, can throw willing, hands if you need him well, to. Yeah. Will, too much of a willingness to do that. Don't disagree. But. but a willingness to block shots and just a natural tendency to try and put through guys through the glass. And I think that that's, if, as a depth guy that could help them, I, I like that element a little bit more than well, it, like a Jordan Gross who's going to yeah. come up and he's strictly a puck mover. He's small. small does not can't help defend defensively. Well. I mean, you look at Dennis Gilbert and it, you kind of go like, why did you get Curtis McDermott if Dennis Gilbert can do that? Definitely. And if uh, that's that's where the, if they really envision McDermott as a forward. Right, exactly. And they did not get him with the idea of him playing extensive minutes on defense. And as has been the case so far publicly, they've talked about him more as a forward than a definitely, defenseman. Definitely. We've only ever really talked about him as a defenseman because that's all he's actually done in the NHL. That's where um, the numbers So if are he from, moves yeah. to forward and he removes himself from that D conversation for the most part, then, you know, that's probably for the best for everybody involved. Yeah, I, I think that's realistic. Um, he was a real bad defenseman, guys. It, it was real bad. Instead of talking more about this, just open up a beer, get some Breckenridge Brewery, and take a sip because it's going to taste sweeter. Just run downstairs. They, yeah, the exactly. Just just pick one up down there. Check out Breckenridge Brewery. Either it, it is eerily quiet here today. It's kind of weird. Uh, but Breck Brew, you can go get it at your local liquor store. Use the Breck Beer Locator online to find it near you. Of course, check us out at the bar. we got eight different kinds of beer on tap. Also, good company, Hard Seltzer. If you're a Hard Seltzer type of person, Breck has got you covered there, too. And then hit up DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. You've missed 
the great deal for the first two weeks of the NFL, but they're still giving you a really good one. If you create a new account with code DNVR, all you have to do is bet $1 on any week three NFL game, and they will give you $150 in free bets instantly. So it's $150 to play around with on DraftKings. Make your bets. Have a little bit of fun. I had some fun last night. I won a good amount of money on some snooker. That was pure luck. I'm not going to lie to you. I've never watched a minute of snooker in my life before last night, but my bet paid off. So jump on DraftKings Sportsbook and uh, have a little bit of fun. Bet on some totally random sports or bet on the big four and bet for crazy weird stuff to happen or expected things to happen like the Avs likely winning their division. Take your pick. Earn some money. DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Only Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. New accounts only for the $1 bet for $150 in free bets. Please use the DNVR code. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. DraftKings is an official betting partner of the NFL. After that, if you're going to the Broncos game, or not even the Broncos game, if you're just going for a little bit of a tailgate party, come on down here to the DNVR and get on the DNVR party bus that's going over to Mile High. It's going to be, I, I explained it last time, is it's basically our tailgate show on wheels. It's going to be a total blast. Everyone's going to have a ton of fun. Everyone's going to get hammered. It's going to be great all the way around. You can, uh, you can get in and have fun with the tailgate for just 20 bucks. That comes with unlimited beer and pizza until we run out of all of them and we're going to bring a lot of both so jump on it get in there for an extra 10 bucks you get a party bus ticket to and from the game as well so you don't have to go in you don't have to pay for parking any of that we got you covered jump on the party bus and enjoy what should be a fun weekend for the broncos it's gonna be cool for us too yeah it's gonna be dope we get to watch hockey and then Watch, watch hockey, watch a race, go get drunk at a Broncos game. Yeah. A lot of winning there. Sounds dope. Second period of the DNVR Oh, Avalanche Evan's hanging podcast. out in our chat, and I was just looking through his Twitter to see if the presser had started yet. <laughs> there you go. Evan, pay attention. Jeez. Could have gotten it right from the source. Unbelievable. Look at that. He's even He's even like, hey, Bednar's about to go. He's got my, it on lock. My man. <laughs> uh Let's let's get into well, like, you know what? Let's do the goaltending situation first. In in is, training camp, is it weird that they haven't released the training camp roster yet? Do we, do we have to do this every year? It, it always happens. It's always man. like this, yep. guys. It's always like this. The day before, the day of. There, there they were, used to put them on top of the trash cans yeah, and not give them. To there was anybody. no there was no tweet. There was no like announcement. <laughs> yeah. It was just you had to go to FSC and pick yeah. up the piece of paper that they had sitting out front, and that was how you got the roster. So. Yep. And before we had anybody uh, in the media room, it was yep. before that was truly the Wild West because yep. that was really before Twitter and all that took off. So you were really in deep at that point. Yeah, <laughs> there was, you know, it was just Chambers and Dater and Terry Fry way back in the day. So just trying to pick out numbers on helmets oh so mcdonald did post that he is fully vaxxed great good, good for him that helps his opportunity to be on an nhl roster this yeah, year quite however a bit. however so we can just go ahead and erase all that whole section gone perfect he is the now the ideal seventh guy sold given his experience last year and the fact that he's not completely horrible like the other two are sucks to suck jack johnson yeah all right Goaltender. We're going to hate on Jack Johnson. He's going to make the team and he's going to be totally serviceable and nobody's ever going to listen to us again. That's fine. It's a risk I'm willing to take. Damn. Uh, <laughs> That's the Sean Gentilly tweet from yesterday. Yep. Yep. And it's still good. Shots fired. <laughs> yeah, it's still good. Uh, in any case, goaltending, look, the top of it is obvious. It's going to be Kemper and Francois, but I am. Interested to get your thoughts, AZ, AJ, on what you think Annan and Miner can do in camp, and presumably they might both get a preseason game. Or, um, yeah, no, I think they should. Uh, I think they should definitely and especially look Annan's the golden goose there. Definitely, yeah. They've treated him like the number one um, of those of the prospects. 
uh, he got he got one one on one time with the with the coaching three goaltender coaches every single practice <laughs> he had three coaches working with him through all the By practices himself. he played yeah. now each goalie got a game yeah. which was actually kind of cool in the past they've always like broken them up into pieces Half, and because they had like four or five goalies <laughs> but yeah but uh yeah and then he did get la as well yeah, and uh, one of the goals absolutely was his fault, but there were some other issues there. Yep. Um, and, and and let's be real, they gave up four goals in every game, so it wasn't like any of those guys were incredible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, with with in and or minor, the, the real conversation here is can they earn an AHL job out of preseason? What's the what is the the Hunter Miska question kind of looms over all of this. Yeah. What are they what do they plan to do with him? What's their vision for Miska this year? I think I've always just assumed that it's gonna be Miska and JJ to start the year in Loveland. So have I. And then as the year progresses, you might see Miska drop down and be the number one in Utah while Ananen becomes the backup. Yep. But to be determined still. And I think that injuries will obviously play a role. You're not going to go an entire season. Of course. And not have any of these cats get injured. So um, that, that, will be, that will be something that... Opportunities will present themselves yeah. whenever that happens. Of Absolutely. Course, so... That's, I think that's the hierarchy. If you were going to number them, I think it, it would go Kemper. almost said Grubauer. Uh, <laughs> Kemper. Francois. Uh, Francois. Johansson. And then Miska. And then Ananen. And, and then, then Miner with Ananen jumping over Miska, Miska at some point. As something that happens as the year goes on. Sure. I, I think that's probably the most reasonable take of the bunch. Um, I just think that's the smart play for that. It's it's really hard, especially for a goaltender in a situation like a training camp and even one or two preseason games. The sample size is just so, so small for a goaltender to really it, move the needle. To be honest, Miner might even be ahead of Ananen right now on day one just because of familiarity on North American ice. Yeah, you could make a case for and that. Then, but then going to the ECHL... Ananen would be more comfortable there because they play their home games on international. Yeah. So uh, I would say I still think it's Ananen, but I, you could see where they would say we want to get him adjusted and get him comfortable. Absolutely. And then in time, allow him well, to take over a little bit more. I mean, you, you know, that was my take in the ECHL. Give Ananen all the away games. So he's on the, <laughs> he's on the normal, the North yeah. American ice. But, Absolutely. Um, uh, it's it, it's not particularly an interesting conversation in the immediate for the NHL roster, but yeah, it's and it's not even a roster battle that we'll be keeping a close eye on. Not really. It's I mean you're talking so down depth chart there. Right. The the gap between even Francois and Johansson is fairly large. Yeah, well, and then the gap between we as we saw last year, the gap between Johansson and Miska is ocean. Yeah, big. Yep. So a lot of guys are pretty squarely in their spots there, but that this is something that's more interesting for us prospect folks two or three years down the line. Yeah. As Ananin starts to step his way into the organization and, yeah, and things definitely. like that. So did want to talk about it. Oh, I thought Miner played like shit. I thought his rebound control was really, really bad. Yeah. The, I mean, pucks were just pinging off of him. Yeah. I, not minor, that, minor, not was the, o, minor was okay, but you're you're talking minor faced thirty shots against a blah Ducks team, yeah. and uh, Ananin ended up going. He faced forty seven shots against an AHL team, and also and, and gave one of those goals away. Gave a goal away. The fourth goal was incredibly wacky, as yeah. well. In a in a decided game with yeah. like three minutes to play, yeah. and minor. Couldn't make a save to end a game in regulation. Yeah, choked uh, choked away a two goal lead in the final minute. Uh, Hunter Miska vibes. That's all I'm saying. But oh, I didn't get that. It was just different. I I so. I mean I know what you're saying. Uh, Anna speaks English, so 
uh, it's not, you know, obviously having UC Parkla, they he's very familiar with Ananen, but uh, Eustace, he speaks English well enough that he's he's able to to effectively receive coaching from a lot, Peter Buda. A lot better Bach. than Alausen speaks English. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Basically, so. Yeah, I don't actually know what the feed looked like. I didn't see what any of the, I, I saw some of the replays and was it, like, this is pretty far away. It looked like Miner was a pinball machine. On the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, live. It was eh. not that Ananin's rebound control wasn't particularly great either, but Ananin gets away with it a little more because he's a large human being. So in that regard, it works out as uh, the news is coming in for AJ here. I'm sure on the, on the, on the side over here, but okay. So Devon Taves was in a no contact Jersey when we saw him. Yep. Um, and then from Evan says Bednar clarifies that Taves will miss games at the start of the season with no time frame. Classic. We're not even at training camp, and yet, we're already and we're not at, getting time. We're already frames. not getting a time frame. Wonderful so. news. But the fact that the fact that he will miss games at the start of the year, we we're still three weeks away from opening yeah. night. So that means he's a month away yeah. from returning. As so they're gonna, stands. they're gonna be dig. Yeah, we're already digging into that depth. Jacob McDonald time with some type of upper body injury, presumably. Yeah, because he is skating. Anyway, that's the first takeaway from the presser that's going on simultaneously. Yeah, those will keep got, rolling in as we go. We got, we got schedule rolled today. <laughs> it's it's been a day already, and we got more to come after the show. Yeah. So, but hey. Lots of content coming soon for you guys. Yeah, it's true. It's all it's all in the name of you guys being able to consume everything that you want. Yeah, we got you covered. That's sure. for sure. That's lots, what we do. Lots of stuff coming from from DNVR. Um, how far are we into the show? I don't know. Can you just like mouse over us real quick? All right, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Do it. <laughs> Pay the bills. So, when you're halfway through a show, in the bedroom. You don't want to realize you've got a bunch of hairs out of place. You know? Devontae's, you find out mid-show he's going to miss half the season. You find okay. out... half the, Miss part of the season. Don't, don't say half the You're season. Right. We don't know. You're right. But, you know, you don't want to show Whoa. up... You don't want to show up and find out Lefty's going to miss half the season in the bedroom, okay? That's all I'm saying. That's true. So make sure you're manscaping. On a regular basis, use code DNVR to get 20% off and you get free shipping when you get the perfect package 4.0. They do a whole a lot more than just keep your junk in order too. You can get deodorant, you can get toner, you can get all sorts of amazing stuff. Breath mints, shave mats, razors for your face, you name it. They got you covered from head to toe to take care of any unruly hair you got. Hit up manscaped.com. Again, use the DNVR code to get 20% off at checkout then head on over to strava craft coffee the cbd infused coffee that can really help maybe devon taves needs some for some aches and pains in his life can help with the joint pain maybe he's some ibs going on something like that good to go it's great super easy because it's your coffee that you just drink in the morning anyway it's like i like to say it's like combining advil and coffee into one thing super nice check it out if you haven't you can get 25% off when you use code DNVR25 on your first purchase of StravaCraft Coffee online. Of course, last but not least, we have Green Mountain Dental Group, the best family-owned dentist in the Denver metro area. They can take care of everything you need when it comes to cleaning and taking care of your teeth. When you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam with them, you'll get a free Sonicare toothbrush to make your life easier brushing your teeth at home as well so jump in with them a bunch of people have switched with us and they all say they're a great dentist they do a great job very good at reminding you when your appointments are keeping you up to date on the work that you need done a low-key nice thing to have because when you make an appointment three weeks out for something yeah you're gonna forget yeah like like, and you start scheduling other things you start putting other stuff in, in into your life and then you're like oh right that's a thing that has to happen especially like these days as we're still coming out or still in pandemic level stuff. Yeah. So there's a lot of things in the world where it's like, yeah, you have to schedule this at least two weeks out. Well, and especially because all businesses are treating things differently where some right. of them are still appointment only, pickup exactly. only, like online portal only. Like it's just, 
it's a moving target. So yep. it's it's a nice little feature to have somebody that'll actually like take care of that for you yep. and, and be, be like, like, okay, yo, remember, yeah. <laughs> hey, twenty four hour reminder. Yep, you agreed to be at this time and place tomorrow. Yep. So good on them. We appreciate them. They've been with us for a very long time as well. So we love them. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's get a let's get into the real actual potential battle at this training camp. The amalgamation of forwards piling up in the bottom end of the Avs forward roster. Yeah. Um Bedner mentions by name Newhook, Ranta and Maltsev. Ranta and as guys that he's excited to see in camp. Mentions that the competition is to how their lines will shake out through preseason. Yep. So this is going to be the this, and I sure hope this forever puts to death the weird narrative that has started to build over the last few years that camp doesn't matter. It definitely does. I that the preseason is irrelevant, that everything is predetermined. Yeah. It's. You've got to see how these guys do. Yep. That, that, and go from there. You know, the fact that Ranta was really blah in Arizona for the rookie tournament should put him a quarter step behind where Newhook is. Definitely. But with that being New said. Newhook kicked ass. No, I mean, Ranta had a New Hook, number of issues. Newhook should be a mortal lock for the roster at this point, I would think, barring like a disastrous camp. Yeah, but, for sure. But to put Ranta's name in with him and Maltsev, I think is pretty interesting. As young guys yeah, specifically right. that they want that, that they're looking for. Because that's two guys in in Ranta and Maltsev. What do they have in common? Speed. Size and speed. Yeah. So the speed element is something that they've been after for a while. Yep. But the size element is an important addition because... Especially in that bottom six. Everybody yeah. saw what happened in the postseason, and it, it kind of felt like when Vegas really turned it up, that, that what they wanted to do was just physically... Run you over. Yeah, yeah, just run into the abs as yeah. many times as possible. So getting a couple of guys, you know, a couple of guys that are a little bit bigger that either can do it themselves or can hold up to it. And we saw Ranta got run a number of times yep. in Arizona. Yep. And just took it and just kept, and on kept going. going. And he was yeah. fine. Which is obviously good to see. Uh, and yeah, it, try, just because a guy doesn't get specifically named as anything doesn't you know doesn't mean they're out yeah yeah let's let's not get crazy it's names that they're excited to see there was no yeah there's there no roster language used here really yeah right like that <laughs> that he's excited to see those guys cool and, and like let's remember two years ago bednar was super excited to see bowers yeah so it that doesn't necessarily mean anything as far as yeah. nhl opportunity uh, I don't know if Mac did the camp in Vail this year or not. It didn't seem like there was very much time. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know when he got to Denver. He, well, and he had to fly out to do all the media stuff in yeah, New York, and too. We saw so. him. we saw him last week in Denver, yeah. and then he did the Chicago media tour, yeah. and then now he's back, obviously. So I'm I'm not sure if they did Vail this year. I don't. I didn't see anything about it. All I heard was about all their group training in Nova Scotia. Which they always do. Him. Yeah. Him, Crosby, Bowers has been with them before, too. Baron and Marchand yeah. and Graves. Yep. There's a bunch of dudes up there. Yeah. Um, so, looking looking down that list, also not to go untalked about, Maltsev is on the team. He is someone that the have specifically targeted in a trade. Yeah. A guy that we have always felt like, look, his inclusion was not accidental. Right. Um, Sackick immediately pointed him out and we wanted to see him at center. And so I think it's no surprise again that Maltsev is going to be in that mix. They yep. played 33 games with the Devils last year and did a specific job. So who are your inside lines today <sighs> Today for that fourth line? Is it Helm, Maltsev, and O'Connor? McDermott will start on defense. Okay, well... Now, at least we have clarity now. I don't understand why, but we have clarity. 
<laughs> Here, here's where this gets extra confusing to me, though. If McDermott is going to start on defense, why did you PTO Jack Johnson? I mean, because they knew that Devontae's had offseason surgery and may not be ready to start the season. But even then, you have McDermott to fill in Devontae's spot if that's how you want to do it. And yeah. then you still have a Jacob McDonald and Dennis Gilbert down the line or, mm-hmm. or whoever you want in the nine ten spot. I just, I, I'm struggling to see how Jack Johnson fits. Their defensive depth isn't great. I, I understand. I, I hear you there, but I still struggle with that. I, I look, I guess it's less crowded than the forward core. Yeah. But that's why the Anisimov thing doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I, from a, the, from a body count perspective, Anisimov makes zero sense. Really, like, it does, but them going in and getting a PTO forward made sense, but sure. it was like Ryan Donato made sense. Yep, not old and washed and can't play this role. Yeah, that's it. Feels like you're hoping for something that's not there a lot. Yeah, with I mean, Cout is going to be Cout is going to be in the same position that he's been the last certainly last year. Yep, um, but with more competition. Yep. I think there's less certainty at the NHL level, but there's more bodies competing for spots than last year. And just to reiterate, last two years really. Is your inside line helm Maltsev O'Connor? For, yeah, for line I think four? that's I think that's where it starts, and yeah. then then you know we get into all the conversation about all those guys that we've talked about all offseason. Yeah, Anisimov and Kaut and Bowers and Ranta and. The AHL, the AHL vets, on Dylan Sakura, Stefan Mateau, yeah. and Jason Magna, you know, those guys. Yep. So, so, yep. And it's, it gets difficult, at least from the outside, to really formulate an order for that list as well. I think outside of the top three, four, five guys, when you start getting out into all the bodies competing for spots, that is where I think you can really make an impact at a training camp. See, and this is why you don't make too much of certain things. Yep. Tay's had shoulder surgery, by the way, which is no surprise. Yep. Um, Bedner says Shane Bowers is much improved from the last time they saw him. Uh, Similar to Cout in that they need to get noticed in camp. They have those guys penciled into specific spots through camp. So So they're going to get their looks. The idea that we took a tweet from Evan... (laughs) <laughs> and specifically, he had Ranta in that one tweet, but not Bowers. Follows does not, up with another conversation. Does not mean yeah. that that's how the hierarchy right. is, is slated and, to be. And, and as the point I was getting to is, beyond the guys that they probably have penciled in for the fourth line, I think that hierarchy, whatever it is, is fairly fluid. Oh, it's totally fluid, especially for camp. Um, and that the, it will get less fluid when these guys start to get going with the Eagles. Yeah, definitely. Um, because when the Eagles start going, you know, Andreas Wingerly maybe looks great with the Eagles and he pushes his way yep. up that list. I mean, Ed, every single year there is a player that starts in the AHL that looks wicked hot. Yeah. And they'll get the call up when someone gets dinged up for a yeah. couple games or Absolutely. whatever. Like, we're fully expecting 15 of these guys to play games for the abs this year. Yep. Maybe more. Yep. It's going to be a lot of rotation it's in the abs bottom six. Guys. With, mean, with the number of bodies they have at forward, especially, yeah. it's going to be a lot of dude. Yeah. Helm, I think I have penciled in as the four, as the four C for now. For in, but there to are, start. Yeah. Yeah. It would not surprise me at all if it's Helm Malt of LOC tomorrow. Yep. Uh, that's l- what I'm expecting to be a, a line as far as the practice is yeah. concerned. But same after that is where the fun begins when we try to figure out who's yep. on a line with who. That's so. that's what camp will be for. That camp is the beginning of that, and then moving on to preseason. That's yep. where the separation starts to happen. Yep. Uh, Bednar flexes between carrying one and 13 forwards depending on the opponent. So do you think he just wants McDermott as beef when the Avs play a Vegas or St. Louis? Yeah, I mean, we saw with Liam O'Brien last year that they wanted a tough, tougher guy. Yep. And it didn't make any discernible difference. Liam O'Brien didn't play a single second of their sweep in the postseason. Yep. Um, So I just don't think it's... I don't, you know... Yeah, the picking a guy up off of Seattle would have been fine. It was just they did that already, and they shouldn't have. 
not like a, targeting McDermott when there was a Hayden Flurry sitting around. It, They've got nine guys on that defense. The Avs are also very low on the waiver list. If someone actually interesting ends up going on waivers from Seattle, they're going to be a lot of teams that get. Well, a they base it on standings, right? So they're they start the season at the bottom at the, in last place. Yeah, if yeah. they get a waiver guy, it's because no the one else wanted him. Said no, thank you. So it's going to be hard for the Avs to waiver hunt until it. When does it? Update is like a month into the yeah, season. Yeah, it's a month or into the season, yeah. November first. Yeah, so will be the first. They will adjust to and and November first. And if we're being honest, we're expecting the Avs to be near the bottom of that list all year. So yeah, yeah, but dead last to start it. <laughs> fair so enough. fair enough. If a, if an intriguing guy goes on that list, it's not going to be. It, Avs won't really have much opportunity yeah, to get them. Yes. Pretty much every time a guy goes that that somebody has heard of goes on waivers, it's oh, should they do this? Yeah, and it's almost the answer is almost always no, they shouldn't. And I I am interesting to see how aggressively the Avs use the Eagles this year because last year they were super aggressive with the taxi squad. They were constantly moving guys up and down off of that yeah. thing. And they were also in a different cap situation this year with two and a half million of cushion yeah. remaining. They can float a little bit. Yeah. They can, they can afford to really just do whatever they want. Yep. So I, I do want to see if they, they do aggressively look to move guys up and down, especially when they're both at home type of thing. Uh, we know, the abs aren't afraid to run a, a 21 man roster if they need to. Yeah. It kind of just depends on which extras they keep because if they're waiver exempt, there's nothing wrong with sending your scratches down to play for the Eagles that night. Yep. It's, it's not a thing that really bothers me much. Agreed. It, you want to get those dudes as much hockey as possible. A lot of the time. So. The big thing is you don't want rust building up, you know? Well, and they it, didn't have that option with Byram last year and he just sat. And he paid a price for it at the end of the year. This year, they'll have the opportunity to move him down to the Eagles if well he gets in a situation where he needs to. February, you know. when everyone goes off to the Olympics. You can yeah. put all the kids with the Eagles and they can continue to play while the NHL is on pause. Yeah, that's a good point. Because so, the AHL did not build in a... Uh, there is no break for Yeah, them, they did yeah. not build in an Olympic break. Yep. Most of their guys don't have to worry about that. I'd say... Almost all of them. <laughs> you don't have to worry yeah, about maybe that. Maybe some, maybe some of the smaller country guys. Yeah, but it would be a, it would be a small number of impacted players. Yep. Whereas, could you imagine the NHL <laughs> just keeps going with half of rosters yeah. missing? I mean, like, stuff? how different do the does the Avs outlook gets when they maybe lose Kemper? Yeah. They maybe lose <laughs> both Kemper and Fransos. That's uh, uh, and then obviously McKinnon, Rantanen, yeah. Landeskog, Burakovsky, Nachushkin. You, that, uh, McCarr, and then maybe another defenseman somewhere. Like, that's, how, how different does their outlook get? That's, if that's they, uh, McKinnon wakes up to a text from Joe Sackick one day that says, "Sorry, bud, but you can't go to the Olympics. <laughs> We're gonna need you here." <laughs> uh, Berkey, you can go. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> You're like Frankie. Go have a good time. Kemper, you're staying. Yeah, you're not going over there. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, bud. So no. Anyway, that is a good point. Um, that they could they can exploit the AHL team for the Olympic. They break, could also yeah. choose to get those guys as much rest as they want. So the, for the first they two can weeks, not play them if they don't want they to. They can yeah. sit guys, <laughs> yep. and then for the next two weeks, you know, Ranta, Newhook, uh, Byram, all of those guys could go be Eagles yeah. for a while. Pretty much any waiver exempt guy on the Avs. Yeah, yeah. So. could go down and do whatever. All, any Eagle, any any waiver exempt guy should be an Eagle for that time period. Yep. I, that's where the that's where the Eagles get all jacked on their their schedule I, and go on a ten game well, winning streak. The, I don't. <laughs> there could be issues with like the trade deadline there, but I imagine they're. I think it's supposed to be after. Is it after? I think it's, okay. yeah. So the clear day roster stuff should be after. Okay, then it'd be fine. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> Byram's had a great rookie year. If he's on that, yeah, if he's he, on the Olympic he's, team. He's in the Calder conversation. I'm all for then, I'm all for it, man. Uh, sure. Wouldn't um, complain. Let's do it. Okay, so final thoughts before day one of camp. I'm just excited to see the NHL team back. Let's go. 
It does feel like the fastest off season we've ever had. It has been if only because it, it is. It went from zero to one hundred real quick, though. Yeah, maybe it, that's yes. It was nothing, and then it was. They don't bam, call bam, it. Bam. They don't call it zero to thirty-five to <laughs> seventy to one hundred. <laughs> Sometimes that's what NHL preseason feels like, though, man. Yeah, this has ramped up for us though immediately. Yep. Because usually you usually have dev camp after the draft yeah and then it's a slow burn into proper training camp but not this time this time we're just going but that's going to do it for today's show team will be 100 percent vaccinated shortly so there's a few holdouts maybe a holdout maybe a guy waiting on a second second vaccine. shot look whatever as long get as it done. as long yeah. as they get to 100 we go we're good then. we're good I yeah just don't care yep yeah greg button also I was going to say Greg Button does drugs, but you can't just like accuse somebody <laughs> of that. I mean, coffee's a drug, so he probably yeah, does. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Greg, Greg Button abuses coffee. <laughs> that is too bold, I think. Uh, Craig Button always has interesting lists. We'll put it that way. Yeah, It's true. He is an entertaining fellow. Yeah. And love love him. Well, his lists are amazing because they are out there, but he always gets a couple dead right yeah so and that's the thing about him man that's why everybody just is just like yep this is interesting but he feels how he feels and he's unapologetic for it and he's got great job security so yep you know that's the same thing as Corey pronman's uh refusal to admit that <laughs> kale mccarr is an unbelievable skater <laughs> he has great job security so he doesn't have to live the dream he can grind that axe forever <laughs> all right well, we're out of here. Thank you so much for watching, listening, however you consume the podcast. We appreciate all of you. We will be live tomorrow after training camp. I'm guessing probably around 2, 2.30 Mountain. Uh, Yeah, I would say that that's a decent expectation. I'll pull up the schedule. Just I, to, I think just they're done at, safe. is it like one fifteen or something? I think it's 12.45. Okay. But I want to half hour the other totally way. check. So may, maybe close to one thirty. Depends on how long it takes to get to get all set up we'll see yeah 1240 thursday and friday and then saturday and monday is 1 p.m okay so so it might end up being right about our normal could time. be 130 145 something yeah, like that we'll yeah. leave immediately yeah all as soon as camp's leave. done we're, we're we go home we pod yeah you'll see evan probably yeah. on the show as well the next couple days yeah so. i would expect i would expect that evan will be a will be present throughout camp season yep. and stuff for us so Hope to see you all there. Looking forward to more on ice things going on. You know, we got you covered here at DNVR. Until next time, we will talk to you all later. first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com